welcome to a quick Conversations of Change podcast with Dr. Jen Fram. We have a change chat with one of the leaders in the change management field. Hello, today I'm here with uh, Alan Herishy, who is the Director of Momentum Search and Selection. Welcome, Alan. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Very well, very well. I thought it'd be really interesting to bring you in um, and have a bit of a chat around some of, <coughs> excuse me, some of the issues we see in recruiting in the change management field um, to give the listeners a bit of a, a context for where, where you fit in. In Australia in particular, we have probably about five to six bespoke recruiting agencies that focus specifically on organisational change management and placing change practitioners, as opposed to your generalist recruiting companies who might happen to advertise for a change manager, but not really understand anything about what the role is or the candidates and what the client's needs are. And so our bespoke recruiting companies tend to invest really heavily in the industry so that they've got a deep understanding of, of what's required. To that point, now I seem to recall that you did a PCI change accreditation piece. Is that correct? Yes. Um, in September 2013, I did the PCI change management practitioner course. Um, and the reason why I did that was I think it was important to invest into organisational change management as an industry. Um, number one, from my understanding, and I think it's really helped me um, with conversations with both clients and candidates. And I also think it helps from a credibility perspective. Yeah, yeah. So no desire to become a practising change change manager after doing the course? Never say never. <laughs> Excellent answer. All right. So um, if we can start with, what do you think uh, are some of the trends that you're seeing uh, in recruiting change managers in the Australian market at the moment? Yeah, I think there's a trend towards permanent roles and permanent mm. highs, especially at that senior level, um, which for me denotes that organisations are looking to build capability and keep that in-house and keep the IP within the organisation. So I think that's a good thing. Um, I'm also seeing um, a more buoyant market in New South Wales mm. um, versus Victoria, so you tend to find less candidates available mm. um, and um, more roles in, in New South Wales versus more candidates available and less roles in Victoria. Interesting, interesting. And there I was thinking Victoria was the progressive state. Perhaps not so at the moment. Um, in terms of your experience placing change practitioners and clients, do you think that there's consistent themes that you see in terms of challenges in that recruiting process or the, the interview process? Yeah, I think so. I remember a few years ago, a senior executive said to me, oh, those change practitioners, all of their CVs look the same. Mm. And he said, Alan, you need to help me with that and you need to help everybody else by helping them change their CVs. <laughs> and I understand where he's coming from. Um, I think, you know, in terms of actually organisations, how they interview uh, change practitioners, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Whether yeah, that's how well, I think there needs to be an alignment between the business um, talent acquisition department if they have one mm -hmm. um, and the agencies if they're using external agencies in terms of you know what does good look like and what do they need from a change practitioner there seems to be still a, a lot of um, 
you know, people out there saying that they need a, a change of practitioner, we're not really sure why. And they'll ask, you know, project-related questions, which is more in line to project delivery or comms and training-related uh, questions, which is not the entirety of what a change practitioner would do. Um, you also find on the market in, 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 the, in the change world a lot of clients looking for a subject matter expert or, or, or a SME mm. um, in the change practitioner whether that would be in an ERP or digital or what have you. Yeah, so you see it all the time in digital that you must have experience in digital transformation to be a digital change manager. Yeah, and in my humble opinion, that's not necessary because you mm. should have the digital experts within the organisation who can bring that subject matter expertise and the change manager performs a different role. Mm-hmm. It, does, um, it does introduce a really interesting binary experience there really in terms of I think from from myself as a change practitioner to switch between well here's my expertise and what I know about digital Mm. to here's what I know about change management Mm. can often you know it's it's one it's almost like you're sacrificing one for the other Mm. when you bring in a change manager as a SME is that potentially where we're at yeah I I think so I I, I'm I'm like to, to write blogs like yourself and one of the blogs I'm thinking about is you know change practitioner or project manager versus SME mm. and this seems to be a trend of like that over the last couple of years in the market where the market's got a little bit tighter so organizations are being more picky yeah. um, and um, you know they're looking for the unicorn if you want mm. and they're having a bit of a wish list around you know the sort of skills and experiences that they want and now they're want, wanting subject matter expertise as well I think it's important for talent acquisition and, and agencies to push back on that and understand mm. why mm. what is it about that subject matter expertise which will make that person successful in the role yeah. and you know I understand the explanation that it will make the stakeholders feel comfortable mm. But that's still not a good enough reason mm. for you to hire somebody with the subject matter expertise because somebody who's got the subject matter expertise will tend to just focus and maybe be blinkered around the subject matter expertise when a change practitioner will bring a lot of breadth and a lot of different views on how to handle a change and, uh, and transformation initiative rather than just focusing on the subject matter expertise. Mm. So you, you mentioned the unicorn there in terms of the client requirements. My my favourite at the moment is the slashy. So yeah. we, we want the change manager slash project manager. Yeah. What's How do you handle requests like that when they come through from clients? Like do you try and seek that person or do you actually push back and look at the... The issues associated with it? I think it's a good question actually because I was with a client um, recently and they're a smaller organisation and they can't afford to have a number of change practitioners on board so they've got a few change mm-hmm. practitioners but what they do they actually train up all of their project managers as change practitioners mm-hmm. so the projects that the change practitioners can't get to yeah. the change managers are at least looking at you know how can we make this project successful from a change and impact perspective mm-hmm. so I think that's not actually a bad approach mm-hmm. um, if the organisation you know can't afford to bring in a number of change practitioners and you know some other organisations are smaller than others um, I think you know with with the other organisations I just try to get an understanding of okay well why do they need somebody to be as and be able to do both mm. um, and how have they done it successful previously you know how has that worked for them previously yeah because if you get an understanding of that 
well, then you can get an understanding of, you know, do they want a project manager who's just who's good with comms and training, yeah. or do they really want a you know a proper change practitioner? Yeah. And that's where you can tend to tease out what the requirements are and maybe push push back on the on the client and explain to them what a real change practitioner brings versus you know project manager a dedicated yeah. project manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I, I I guess the position I've come to with that is I I don't deny or disagree that someone can be a slash, you know, can mm. do both things mm. in terms of someone who is a change manager can be quite skilled as a project manager, mm. is often required to use project management skills. Mm. Someone who is a very good project manager may also be a very good change manager. Mm. The issue that I have is that it's very challenging them to do both on the one engagement. Yeah. Um, something gives. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it's kind of like you get 50% performance in both arenas yeah. when you actually need 100%. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think also, you know, from a from a recruiter's perspective, you, you know, we place project and change roles. Yeah. And I'd say arguably project roles are easier to place because they're more black and white. Mm-hmm. They're more about delivery and you know don't get me wrong you know stakeholder management troubleshooting and problem solving all the things that good project or program practitioners um need but but for me change um management there's quite a lot of gray in there (laughs) and a lot of ambiguity and you know the best change practitioners on the market can deal with that Mm. and roll with the punches and help the organization move from an ambiguous situation to the new state of what they, whatever that would be, whether it's a leadership piece or a restructure or a technology um, project, for example. Yeah. So you've told us a little about a little bit about the challenges from a client perspective. What about from the candidate perspective? What what do they they talk to you about in terms of what's challenging in interview processes or engagements? I think, you know, the understanding of what, what a, a change practitioner brings, so mm-hmm. they might have, you know, questions around, you know, uh, communications and training and with the greatest respect, their individual roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and a change practitioner can do elements of those roles, but that's not what a change practitioner would bring on, on a change initiative for me. So that some of the questioning is, is not there. Um, and I go back to my previous point about, you know, the business talent acquisition um, there's an opportunity that there for them to work with the change practitioners in their organisations mm. to understand how to recruit change practitioners mm. and for those change practitioners to potentially educate the business and well these are the sort of questions we need to be asking and why mm. and the same thing with talent acquisition so that when you're interviewing a change practitioner you're asking the right sort of questions rather than just looking for keywords on a CV yeah. or looking for how much experience they've got in digital yeah. or, or, or the latest ERP. Yeah. How long does that take, do you think, to actually do that level of education? And is that your role or is that is the onus on the client to, to skill themselves up? Where do you fit in that? I think it's part of, mm. of my role. Uh, you know, I think it's, a, it's about building partnerships and relationships, so it's part of my role. I think it, would, it takes a while, and it's a big investment for an organisation, but if you're serious about change, I think it is important to do. Uh, you know, people have said that change is the new constant. Mm. So if we're constantly changing, yeah. we need to be making sure that we're bringing the right people into the organisation and we know how to do that. Mm, mm, interesting. So, what else do you see happening in terms of challenges in the the recruiting space and change? 
Yeah, I think it's a, it's an evolution for me. Mm. Uh, I've been in Australia now for six years, yeah. and I've seen differences of the Australian market versus Europe, where I was previously, in terms of the maturity um, of change, and also what clients deem to be a, a change practitioner. Yeah. And that's different from client to client as well, depending on the yeah. size of the organisation and the maturity. So there is definitely a, a, an evolution going on. So hang on, back, back me up. Are we yeah. lagging or leading Europe? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> and you're going to dodge it. <laughs> I, know, I know. I think we're getting there. We're getting there. You know, I haven't worked in Europe for over yeah. six years now, so yeah. it's difficult for me to, to answer that question. But I think we're getting there and starting to really see, um, you know, some leading change practitioners and yeah. some leading initiatives on the market to be proud of. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What's your personal vision for your company? What do you want to see it doing in five, ten years' time? Um, well, we're looking to recruit people now and yep. to grow the business in terms of momentum, search, and selection. Um, I, I always go back to the same thing when I when I set up the business. I want us to be, you know, the supplier of choice in the project program and change management domains. Mm-hmm. Um, we've made some great inroads in the Melbourne market and also over the last couple of years into Sydney. Mm-hmm. We want to continue to do that and build partnerships because yeah. you know we're not working with every practitioner out there we're not working with every client out there but you know by bringing great people into our organization and providing you know great outcomes to our clients and candidates alike yeah hopefully we can you know get further on that journey yeah awesome so one thing that i'm also aware of you're quite invested or quite involved in the change management professionals group community of practice based here in melbourne tell me about why you got involved with that Again, it was for, for me more of an investment thing um, into my understanding of change management as a practice. And I honestly think when I go to those events, and you know, I'm involved in facilitating those as yeah. well, I come out of it with great new ideas and learning something. Mm-hmm. And that's really important for me. And also, you know, I, 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 as a business at the moment, there's, you know, only myself and my business partner in, yep. in the business. So it's a great platform for me to be able to learn yeah. and spend time with other people. And I think that's the fir- first and foremost thing for me. And I think, you know, the people that attend those events, they find that they're very interac- interactive mm-hmm. and they learn something too. So when you meet someone at a barbecue or a party, yeah. And you tell them what you do and they say, oh, I've been thinking of getting into change or that looks like a really interesting career. Do you give them any particular counsel or, or advice? Or Yeah, it's an interesting one. I always try and understand their reasonings for going into change mm-hmm. um, because it's important not to jump on the bandwagon because it's this shiny new toy, you know, whether that's change management or agile project management or what have you. I think you really need to have understanding of why you want to do it and to be passionate about that area whatever that may be um i think for somebody who's quite junior certifications is not a bad idea you know it certainly helped me and, and, and give me some insights um and then just making sure that you're going to the right networking groups mm-hmm. you're going to the right events like change management professionals for example yeah. you're meeting with the right people there's a lot of information and collateral on social media mm-hmm. these days not just on linkedin but on the yeah. other sites as well so try and really immerse yourself into those areas and get as much experience as possible excellent that would be good value if, if someone was telling you that at a barbecue or party they'd have uh that have got their money's worth in terms of, of socialising. Alan, if people want to continue the change chat with you at a later stage, where can they find you? 
Yeah, on our, on our website, um, momentumsearchandselection.com.au mm-hmm. or on our LinkedIn company page, mm-hmm. um, which is Momentum Search and Selection on LinkedIn, yep. they can find us there. That's absolutely wonderful. Alan, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great to have a change chat. Uh, thanks, Jennifer. If you enjoyed this change chat, then do share with your colleagues and friends. You can find more at conversationsofchange.com.au, at Jen Fram on Twitter, or Conversations of Change on the Facebook.